Della Vadova. Prigioni with the steal. Paul's trying to beat him off the dribble. Uh, and, and more often than not, they've lost in the first round. So, like, he's the easiest guy to get rid of. You know, it, it's much easier to fire a, a coach than, like, trade, like, a, an all-star player. There's so many other coaches they, they could easily hire uh, and, you know, maybe not take as a, a, a biggest step back as they would if they trade, like, a Rudy Gobert or a Donovan Mitchell. So, he, he's the easiest to move on from. I think he's a great coach, and it kind of sucks that, like, this team's kind of run its course and it's probably best for everyone he moves on. I hope he finds success somewhere else. Uh, to Talking about who they might get next, uh, I Johnny Bryant uh, from everyone that all the reports from like the when he was on the expansion uh, last year was a really good voice in the locker room and like really kind of worked with, with like players like Julius and Mitch. So I'm excited to see like if he gets uh, an opportunity as the the Jazz coach. I, I think it's a great move for them, and I'm excited to see what he does. But I'm I'm, I'm kind of curious. Did you find the the other the short list of, of, of coaching options or I did. So okay. we have it's. Uh, um, this is from Shams uh, sources uh, among initial candidates for the Utah opening he- uh, opening head coaching job. Nick's assistant, Johnny Bryant, uh, jazz assistant, Alec Jensen, former trailblazers coach, Terry Stotts, Celtics assistant, Will Hardy and Raptors assistant, Adrian Griffin. And two more were added to the list. Uh, Bucks assistant, Charles Lee and Suns mm. assistant, Kevin Young. I like Charles Lee. You like those Buck guys, didn't you? You liked uh, what's his face? I like Darvin Ham. I don't know yeah, much Darvin about, Hamm. but I like Charles Lee because I read that he was like I've said it before. I read that he's like you know a major part of Giannis and Middleton's um development yeah. together. Adrian Griffin's a name I've heard so many years though on the Raptors, and I trust Raptors assistant coaches at this point. Oh, do you? What happened to the uh? What uh forget the about <laughs> Nate Jordan though. Yeah, what happened? <laughs> so to we don't Indiana? talk about him. <laughs> yeah. Yo, where is that guy, man? I don't even know. Anymore, <laughs> forgot about him too. Uh, Johnny Bryan goes there. I'd hate that though. Like, I'd rather him be our coach. Oh, definitely. It sucks for us, but like, uh, uh, you know, obviously he needs to take the opportunities he gets. Yeah, yeah that's Nate, true. Had Nate Bjorken, <laughs> sorry to interrupt, but Nate Bjorken just went back to Toronto. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I, uh, Terry Stotts. How do you guys feel about that one? I don't know. Not a fan. I don't like that either. Like he's another, he's like Quinn Snyder also. Like he's just a team, a guy who just hasn't won in the playoffs. I don't know about him. And I feel like he's kind of run his course. Like I feel like the, the NBA has a problem where they kind of like the only a handful of NBA coaches get like opportunities around the league. You, know, you always hear like Mike Brown always gets an interview. Mark Jackson always gets an interview. Like it's, they're always interviewing the same guys. So I, I feel like Terry Stotts, you've had enough opportunities. Let's let some, you know, other guys give it a shot. Yeah. I like that. Yo, I how like how have the Jazz not gone after like someone like Mike Mike D'Antoni? Does he really work with that team though? I think you need to reform the team. Clear the roster is the problem. I don't think it was the coach. Right. I, I want to see D'Antoni in Charlotte, bro, with Lamelo and all that. Oh my god! Because you just want that's just chaos on offense, and not the, <laughs> they weren't playing defense before. Oh lord! Oh, they need they need like a defensive like specialist for sure, which I'm sure they could find. But they fired Borrego, didn't they? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I don't know where is he going to go anywhere. Like I don't know. If they should have fired him oh either. Oh but... my god! Yeah. How long has that job been without a, a head coach? A while. He got fired when? Um. Like like yeah, hey, April twenty second. He got fired. That's almost yeah. two months. Month and a half. Is that the longest we've ever seen a head co uh, head coaching like uh vacancy? 
I don't think I don't so. think so. I, I think like Sacramento had like a, a long search before they hired somebody. Like I'm I, I'm not like super concerned. It's like the offseason, you know, it's not like they're going into the draft without a GM. I, I that would be more concerning to me. But uh if like this goes out through like September, like yeah, it's probably a problem. Wait, you wait, Nick, you really don't think it's a problem, especially with the draft coming up? Oh shit, yeah, it's true. No, I, I don't like I'm sure the coach should have a voice in the draft, but like generally, I think the, the GM and the president should be doing most of that. Yeah, but okay, so <sighs> ideally, you you would rather have the the coach at least hired by free agency. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure the, I'm sure they have a coach in mind. They just haven't announced it yet. Like I, I did I hear? I don't know if Mike D'Antoni is actually rumored to go there, but. No, he was. He was like one of the guys. I'm pretty sure that they interviewed, but like Definitely. that interview was like months ago. Yeah. So, dude, they could just bring like, in Nate Bjorker in. I don't know what their problem is. No, stop. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Ramis, bro. <laughs> dude, yo, the Jeff Hornacek, man. Oh. Oh. Not to mention uh, Derek Fisher too. <laughs> God. Can we? Can we not? Can we not do that? <laughs> Um, I mean, as of like five days ago, it's D'Antoni and Atkinson are finalists for the job. Ooh, I did hear. I think I heard Atkinson for another job too. Is it? Oh, oh. No, no. Okay, see. Nick, do you know who I? I forgot who he was. Mentioned. Wasn't it the Lakers one before yeah. Darvin Ham? It, it, he's yeah, definitely but, on the he's on the Lakers list. Yeah, he was on the Lakers list, but I'm pretty sure uh, Atkinson also got what's it called? Uh. He got uh, linked with somebody else. I just oh, dude, actually, I think Atkinson might get the Hornets job. I'm seeing so many articles from like two, three days ago. Like he got a second interview. He's like the mm. favorite or something. You know, it's probably why they waited so long because like he's in yeah. the finals and like having to deal with all that. Oh, I think you're talking about the Lakers because the only other team I see here is Lakers interviewing um, Warriors assistant Atkinson. No, I would I love think, to see Kenny Atkinson coach think, um, Charlotte. I think Nick is right. I think it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be. Atkinson and it's during the finals for Charlotte. Right. Mm. Yeah. So maybe after the finals, he'll probably sign or something. Yeah. This is kind of similar to like in the NFL with like Brian Dable. Like I'm pretty sure the Giants always wanted to talk to Dable and, but they had to wait till the playoffs were done. And then like after the final, after like the Super Bowl was done, they eventually got to hire him. And well, it was him and they also hired the, was the former. The f- he uh, they hired the the Bills assistant GM as well, right? To be there. Uh, I think so. But speaking of Brian Dabble, is Brian Flores' case getting any momentum? Because I completely forgot about that. Nope. It's not. Yeah. Uh then the last piece of news in terms of like the jazz is um the Donovan Mitchell news. I've already heard New York Knicks Knicks to go after him. Also, I think a thing that has not been mentioned, have you guys saw the thing about Rick Brunson being hired by the Knicks? Yeah. I saw yeah. That. Real weird, <laughs> gentlemen. Real weird. So we have Johnny Bryant, Donovan Mitchell's old coach, and we have Rick Brunson, Jalen Brunson's dad, on our team. Oh, my God. I think this yes. is going to be a good offseason. I don't even think we have to look at the trap at this point. I think we know time. what's going to happen. Our starting five is just going to be Jalen Brunson, Donovan Mitchell, and R.J. Barrett, and along with whoever the power forward and centers are. That is a small backcourt. That actually kind of bothers me. It works, though. <laughs> That's a small backcourt. They play defense. That's all that ah! matters. Yo, defense from Donovan Mitchell. <laughs> he plays defense. Stop. <laughs> Dude, Nick, can you speak some sense in the kid? 
No, I, I agree. I, I do think Donovan Mitchell plays defense. I, I don't think Thank he's like an elite defender, but I do believe he's above average defender. And I think it's really valuable coming from a player who's also like going to be your top offensive player as well. What year are we talking about? Because it's not this year. I mean, to be well, fair, I mean, like yeah. they have premier defenders at every position, but like, so like he doesn't need to like play insane good defense, but we've seen him play good defense when he needed yeah. to. I've seen the man be a traffic cone. And I love Donovan <laughs> Mitchell. You mean Jordan Poole? <laughs> yeah, Jordan Poole's not good. Oh, man. Jordan Poole has the tools to be a good defender too. He's like he's like, he's like he's got good wing length. I'm pretty sure he can keep up with. Just seems yeah. like he chooses not to. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so no Donovan Mitchell uh, trade. Like you know, no, I think we, we, we mentioned both. we mentioned. I've heard like I've I don't know if you about you guys. I've saw saw rumors uh, about Donovan Mitchell for Hero. Uh, I think, I don't know, I think it was either Struess or somebody else and, like, a bunch of picks. Honestly, I don't know. I'd rather them just, like, I'd give up our first-round pick this year and, like, um, I'll give up Reddish, I'll give up Quickly, I'll give up um, Randall and, like, you know, other like, I'll give up those four and plus whatever little people we can add to make contracts work for Mitchell. That's not a, like, I don't think that's a terrible trade. Like, I mean, I, I hate that we're getting rid of Quickly, and we don't get a chance to draft like some of the players this year. But um, if we get Mitchell, we, we still have enough cap space to sign like a, a Jalen Brunson. And, um, you know, that could be we can literally compete like right now. Nick, thoughts about his uh, about Loken's uh, hypothetical trade package? I'm I got I, I, I said it before, I'm still skeptical if we have enough to get Jonathan Mitchell. Like, I I, I think the Jazz say no to that. Uh, I don't think they, I think for them, like they, they want to build around Donovan Mitchell. I, I think if they're going to trade anyone, they'd rather trade Rudy Gobert. So like to rip Donovan Mitchell out of their hands, you're, you're going to need to offer a lot. And I don't think like Julius Randall, a, a trade center around Julius Randall after the season he just came off of is super enticing, especially since I, I'm pretty sure he's older than Donovan no, Mitchell. He's way older. Yeah. 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 So like, if we were going to trade Donald Mitchell, I imagine RJ would have to be included. And I don't know if I want to do that. I wouldn't do that. Yeah. I would only say this like, if Mitchell clearly wants out and it's looking like that just because like, yeah, day, I, yeah. I, I, I think that's totally va- valid, but like, he's like their best player. I, I, I just don't think they're going to like, Oh, we'll take Julius Randall in exchange for Donovan Mitchell. After the no, but you get picks, off. you get quickly, you get, uh, you I can get put in picks. I don't think they're in a position right now where they're like, oh, let's build around for the next like 10 years instead of like, I, I think they're still kind of in like a win now mode. I don't know. Like, um, like I was listening to um, uh, the Skip and Shannon show a while ago and they're talking about like when the Rams won the Super Bowl and then like their GM was like F them picks basically like just trade the picks yeah. for players now and win. Like, I kind of looking at the way the NBA works now, it's like very, you don't really see teams drafting players and then just cultivating over time, except for like Boston, maybe. But like, yeah. like, but Boston had that core since like before that trend was become before the, like when Boston had that core, like the only super team really was Cleveland and Golden State. Now we have like, you know, uh, you can argue the Lakers are a super team with Russ, AD and LeBron, even though they underperformed. What's um, super about them? No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> They're old. Okay, like, um, <laughs> super old. I mean, like you see, you, but like you see so many teams like stacking up on just talent like Miami's got like five they have like 10 starters on their team or like um 
like Milwaukee, they're just insanely loaded, or freaking Brooklyn if they're healthy, or Philly too. When they when James Harden decides to play, so they have mm-hmm. like star power is becoming like the way to win nowadays. I feel like it's hard to like build a team, um, especially if you're in New York with an impatient fan base. So I don't know. I would I wouldn't mind trading like picks for if as long as we're guaranteed to keep RJ and actually get players to help us and not give up like every single person. But at the same time, like we'll see what happens. Like we still don't even have a solid head coach. So right. I just want to put this out there. I believe if Donovan Mitchell ends up staying put this year and Miami does and kind of blows their chance because they're gonna if they don't trade for him now, like I I actually believe that the Knicks are going to get him, going to get Donovan Mitchell next year. You think if Mitchell stays in Utah? I think he does stay. I think um, I've heard conflicting reports and stuff uh, about like, like, you know, you just comb the internet for so many things and you try to see as many verified accounts, uh, especially on Twitter, because people just be tweeting crazy and stuff and opinions. people have heard that like, like the word unnerved is being thrown out there just to, uh, just to set people the uh, the NBA world on fire, but um, from what I've read, that like he's definitely going to want input on uh, on the next head coach, and if that uh, if that's the case, I, I don't obviously I don't think he's going to leave. But the thing is, it's like if like what happens if they lose again next year in the first round, you know, or if they. You know, like, I think there's a thing that there's like a reality we're not talking about. Like, what if they end up changing the roster and they end up missing the playoffs next year? I mean, the West is about to get a lot harder next year. We have teams coming back. Like, the Clippers are going to be better next year. Minnesota is better next year because just because of, like, the progression of players. Um, Who else is going to be? I'm sure the Lakers aren't going to be fucking garbage next year. (laughs) I'd like to believe that they're not going to be garbage next year, but like, I just feel like the West is about to be harder. And you think Phoenix is going to sit down? Like, I doubt right. that, like, uh, what's his guy, uh, that uh, James Jones is going to sit on his ass all fucking summer with with the abomination they put out in game seven. So I, I refuse to believe that, that he's going, like, I don't, not that I refuse to believe, but I doubt he leaves, if, especially if he has say in the, in the coaching coaching hire. Just want to put that out there. But that said, like next year, if they don't do anything, like especially if they don't go past second round next year, I think I think he's out, and I think we'll go after him. I think by then, I think the the kids, if they decide to keep a lot of the roster, a lot of the young guys on the roster and they progress and show um, like more starter slash potential star upside. And in any of them, they'll have a chance. I think like definitely the organization has showed that they kind of have a willingness to get rid of reddish whenever possible. I think they kind of look at them as like a first round talent still. And mm-hmm. they're hoping to see if they can um, re- uh, recoup that like first talent, first round talent, like, polish on him but um that's just my thought i think they uh, i truly do think that they're gonna he he may leave next year and i think the knicks no think they'll leave next year the rumors about the knicks is that they're trying their big move isn't for this summer it's for next year then they will get a star they're going to trade for buddy somebody yeah the thing is though i think it's going to be next year not this year okay that's my monologue nice 
Uh, let's see. Let's see. So we have NBA. So we've got like well, a little less than like like thirteen little, minutes. We got yeah. So let's see. So we have NBA offseason trade talk. Trade. Um, I guess I'll kind of hit on the offseason stuff with the, yeah. the Donovan Mitchell trades because that's only that's only big trade right now. Like there's no there's no rumors or news on the Russell Westbrook situation yet. Yeah. So far, I've heard that. John Wall, I heard that saying. Yeah. And I've heard like, oh, Russell Westbrook has decided to stay. It's like, yo, Mofo, you didn't really have a choice to begin with. Oh my God. <laughs> like you really didn't have a choice. No one's trading for a $40 million contract right now, man. You know, I, I oddly want to see Westbrook stay and like learn his role properly. I want to see him readjust because I really think they can be good if he plays if he plays within his role. And if AD can just fucking stay healthy, I think you may get your wish because I don't think he's gonna have a choice. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you could trade wet Russ for Gobert, <laughs> two <laughs> untradeable contracts. <laughs> that sucks for both of them anyway. So don't even might as well yeah. not even do that. Imagine. I mean, AD wants to play at a four, so that, that, I, I'm oh, kind of interested to see him being paired with Gobert. Actually, but yeah, you might be right. Oh, Gobert and LeBron would be such a fun duo. Gobert might actually score on offense. That spacing is pretty bad. Pretty bad. Between the three of them, yeah. But if you get pretty like, bad. keep Malik Monk, give Austin Reeves, you have uh, the McClung dude, get some f- actual floor spacers, not oh, like those Trevor guys, Ariza. Who are the guys on that team that are going to start? Um, I mean, if if, if, yeah. this, if they actually trade Russ for Gobert, let's just say, like Davis and Gobert would be your starting front court, Braun at the three, you can start Malik Monk at the two and – Shit, I'd put I'd start Austin Reeves. This man had like what, like a thirty point triple double and like fifteen rebounds in that too in that final game versus Denver. Yeah, I know, like, obviously, it's inflated. Seems like a like six you, seed. <laughs> yeah, they're not going to be a top five seed, but you know, they'll make the playoffs at least. Yo, they can't. I'm letting those mofos shoot. Their goal better be to make the playoffs. Not, not even single, not win the title. Make the playoffs, man. Tell me, there's not a single. There's not a guy on that team that can shoot over. Forty percent. I mean, we have free agency. We'll see what they sign. You know, they're Who not gonna keep sign? like not gonna keep like Trevor Ariza. They cut DeAndre Jordan. I doubt they keep like DJ Augustine and and whoever the hell else they added. Like I forgot they added some random person too. But they'll they'll let's see. Um, I don't know. Twenty twenty two NBA free agents. Um. Garbage. <laughs> Joe Ingles is there. Joe Ingles, the one suffering coming back from the ACL injury. You sign me up, yo. Hey, Kyle Anderson's available technically. He's well, not man. a bad shooter. Tyus Jones is there too. They're probably gonna resign though, for being real. PJ Tucker's there. I don't know, maybe off the bench. He can hit threes. Chris Boucher is there too. He's not a bad three-point shooter. Patty Mills is available. To pay for these people. Are you sure they're going to make enough money from all these cuts? <laughs> Kendrick Nunn's a free agent too. <laughs> uh, you can't just be handing. I don't know how. Many I mean, no, these guys are like young, like about five million dollars. Like Kendrick Nunn's worth five million. I don't know. I, I, I just Patty Mills five, six million. Kyle Anderson's like nine million. I don't know if they're. We'll see. There's definitely there's definitely some options they can go. So it's just a matter of how they um actually do it. Nick, just to uh, what's it called? Just to bullshit around. Is there any um solution you have off the top of your head to fix the Lakers? No, absolutely not. Uh, they're in a clusterfuck. Um, 
Yeah, I, I feel like they're very top heavy contract. Like, like I think last season, like they had to like sign a, like, a bunch of minimum guys, like 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 you're, like you're saying. So like, I I I have no idea how much cap space they have by like just getting rid of Russ. And Divincenzo is uh, available too. He's making ooh. three million. <laughs> Where's the money? Yeah, no, you don't have yeah. to pay him like eighteen million. You could pay him like ten, like nine, ten million, and just sign a bunch. I'm not sure they have that though. You don't have that. Where is the money, Logan? <laughs> First of all, this is not going to happen because they're not going to get Gobert for fucking Russell Westbrook. But it's time we stop talking. We we stop thinking like the delusional Laker fans and let them face reality, man. Well, think think of it this way: when you look at the Bucks, like big three, like Drew's not the he's a he's an average three point shooter, not the best. He's an, he's he's average. He'll hit it every now and then if he's open. Uh, Middleton's a good three point shooter when he wants to be. Giannis is not a good three point shooter, and then like. Their big three spacing isn't the greatest. Everyone else around them has good is, is good at shooting. So, like, if the Lakers could just fill everyone else but Davis, Russ, and LeBron as shooters, and they have the potential for it because, like, you have, like, like Kendrick Nunn's not the worst shooter. He just needs to actually play. Austin Reeves can clearly shoot. Malik Monk can shoot. They got to get rid of Horton Tucker. He doesn't fit their timeline at all. Um, but, yeah, they can just sign, like, maybe two or three just shooters, low low contract shooters. They're not terrible, you know? Like, Dwight Howard off the bench isn't that bad either. Ugh. Maybe you can sign Chris Boucher, have him start with Davis. He actually fits the offense. He can hit threes. Isaiah Hartenstein was there too. Who knows? These are all gross. Oh, my God. These are so gross. We'll see, man. Maybe they do trade Russ. Imagine they just trade Anthony Davis. At this point, might as well. I mean... Russ and LeBron were actually playing pretty solid together at the end of the season, so ADD is not healthy, so I would trade him. Who's the GM again? Palinka. Uh, oh. Yeah. I wish we had, like, a creative GM over there in, in Lakerland. I'd love to be able to see, like, what, like, a Maasai could do or, like... I'm trying you to think like Palinka? No, I just don't really? think... The thing about Palinka is that, like, I don't really know who runs that Lakers front office. It's either Palinka, LeBron, or Clutch, or the bus three of them, or the bus family. Like, there's too many, there's too many talking heads in that in that front office, and nobody really knows the direction in which to set up a team. It, it's, I think it's like, I think they all have like these like big roundtable meetings and just talk about it. Obviously, LeBron and Palinka probably have like the highest, the highest um say, I would think. Just because Palinka is like, you know, he's he's been a sports agent before. He knows how to have his own opinion, be strong with it. I, I don't know how how strong it is because uh, you, there's there's too many rumors uh, that came out during the um um during the season, and it just doesn't seem like he has he doesn't like it doesn't seem like he has full control over that office. Yeah, yeah, I agree. It's not just him. It's definitely like him and along with um, the Bus family, and I guess now along with LeBron and all that. But like, remember, he's been there since like before LeBron got there. Like, he did build a solid. Like, they did build a pretty solid roster before LeBron came. Yeah, like, I don't think LeBron really should have come to the Lakers at that time. They already had they had a young core growing already, like Lonzo, Ingram, Hart. They should have. If the Lakers really wanted to build something that lasts long, they should have kept with that. But of course, if LeBron wants to come to your team, you have to like you know adjust around him. They do win a title anyway, so I guess it's it's not like a failure or anything like that. Haven't we seen this though? We saw this in Cleveland. We saw the same thing in Cleveland. Like we did not hey, see them have growth. 
the way but the, but they what this what they did was like as soon as LeBron came, they said fuck the plan. Like look what they did to Wiggins, man. What was the plan? I think it's kind of what you have. It was to do Kyrie and Wiggins. That's it. I know, but I'm just saying, like, but these Laker, these Laker guys still didn't even touch the like they. What were you saying, Nick? Like they basically didn't. They didn't make the playoffs either, though. But this young core, and I understand they were growing, but like, how many? Like when you're that of that team of that stature, like I don't think there's a that you can't go that many years without uh, without making not making the playoffs. You know, and I, uh, I think once you uh, once you sign LeBron, the, the timeline. You you fuck that timeline. Like you you do not care about uh, the young guys. Like LeBron's one of the one of the you know top five best players of all time. Like once you have him, you you have to be on his timeline. So like, I understand like if you once you get him, you know everything's out the window. You got to start with what, what, what he wants to do. But at the same time, like that's hard to kind of make work at this point in his career. Where like what he's like in his late thirties. So you need to win right now, and it's not easy to kind of like turn around the entire team for like a 37 year old LeBron Jays. Yeah. Yeah. But either way, I mean, like, I think the Lakers had a, a much deeper court than the, um, than the Cavs did at the time. Like Wiggins, we didn't even, mm-hmm. Wiggins ended up being a bust, but like no one knew if Wiggins wasn't a guarantee, like success with the Lakers. You had Lonzo, you had Ingram, you had all these guys. And then um, did they have a pick. I don't remember in the draft next year, but either way, like, they had a guaranteed guys who were playing good. So it's like they had a brighter future than Cleveland did at the time. I feel like. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's like bygones be bygones. Like both both teams ended up with the ring, but now they have to deal with the ramifications of the aftermath yeah. of a LeBron, like <laughs> like yeah. a LeBron centric team. So that's true. That's true. <laughs> Uh, the last draft thing. Season. Oh yeah. Draft season. The last thing. Um, obviously like we were like what less than a month away. Right. We're like, yeah, yeah like two, three weeks three, away. Three weeks away. Right. So, uh, Nick, if you haven't done it, you don't, you do your, you said you do your research after, right. Right. After I, gets- I don't, there's too many guys to look at. I don't, I like until they draft someone, I don't care. Like once they have someone, I'm going to watch like 50, like draft express videos. But like until that, uh, not my problem. That's fair. That's actually a really good point to like. That's a good like, like um. I can't think of the word, but viewpoint. I guess because mm-hmm. I don't watch enough college we basketball to have like a, a, a strong opinion about any of them. So like, once they have someone, I'll, I'll start caring. But like, I, I don't know anything about Shannon Sharp or Jalen Duran or Johnny Davis. So until they gotcha. have someone, I'm not going to weigh in. Gotcha, Steve. I mean, who do you think we should draft with the 11th pick? Or who do you think we could draft? I don't think they're going to keep the 11 pick. They're going to try. They're going to try to get up. You think how mm, they're going to see? I agree. I agree. We should try to get up, but a lot of people are saying since Mitch might leave, we should take Duran with the 11th pick. If we no. don't end up trading up, I no, disagree I too. I, I don't want to take a center. Not, not, not Duran. I think Duran should go to a team because he can be really good, but he needs to go to the right team. And I don't think we're the right team for him. I would take Benedict Mathurin though. Is that the, is that the wing, right? Yeah, Arizona. He's insane. Yeah. Like he yeah, can I really like shoot. He can. Like, he's a rugged defender. Like he's exactly what we need. Like imagine having Grimes, him, and RJ, and possibly Brunson. If it's looking like we might actually get Brunson this offseason, like that's a really good like young core right there. Yeah. Um. With uh, what's it called? With the with the Knicks, they they. I mean, they have their they have start like people are not talking about how good like 
their young core has been really good. And that's like, thanks to like, it's been a lot better than it's been in years. Like this is like, people have talked about, like I've heard like um, Macri and like, I've heard a couple other guys like talk about this. Like this is this Nick Nick's young core is like the best I've had in a long time. Like the guys they have, Mm -hmm. they haven't had this like collection of young talent in a long time. So like, and that's really because of this main this front office. Like obviously they didn't pick RJ, but like they picked IQ. They picked they went out of their way. They were I don't know if you if guys know, but they were trying to trade up to take Obi. I don't know if you guys know. Yeah, yeah. So like they tried they they got Obi, they got quickly, they got Reddish. Uh, Reddish. Reddish. They RJ Grimes. Grimes. Like these, all these, there's so many guys that they, they have like, uh, profiles on and they want like a certain, certain type of player. So like knowing that, like they have their hands all over this draft and I'm sure they, obviously they can't probably get into the top three, but they're going to try as hell to try to get into that, like that four to like eight range, you know? So I, I think we're going to keep especially after the finals are over, we're going to just see the ramp up of the rumors trying for them to trade. I mean, I've heard like stuff like they, they really, I don't know what they're going to have to offer, but they really want that Sacramento pick. What pick what are they, they have? Wait, four. Yeah. I think it's five or four. Who are we going to take though? Like we're not going to get, I personally, I think Jabari uh, Chet and Paolo Banchero are going top three. I don't see the Houston taking Jaden Ivey. We better not take Jaden Ivey, dude. I, I'm sorry, but I just – he just – he's so – he's too raw for, for us. But actually, now I think about it, though, he, he would fit really well on the team because he's kind of like a playmaker. And he does fit Thibodeau, too. He's like, you know, Derek Rose-esque. I'm just saying, like, also don't be surprised if the Knicks front office hasn't had an eye on Jaden Sharp. We better not take Shaden Sharp, dude. I'm just saying. Uh, he, if we take Shaden Sharp, if he's not, if he isn't good, dude, you have no idea how pissed so many Knicks fans are gonna be. Because like all the signs are, sh- there's so many red flags with him. Granted, yeah, he could be really good. I agree, but like he just hasn't played in college. We don't. We, we can't just go based on combine. So what, Frank? Like that's like taking Frank Nilakina almost because of his potential. Like we've had a history of taking players based on their potential, like Kevin Knox, Frank, and and so on. So like I don't want to do that. Repeat that same mistake again. I mean, we'll see, man. Like I think though, like we definitely have to pay attention to the, like the um the rumor mill. So like these the there's gonna be a lot of bullshit to cipher through we're gonna have berman putting out shit obviously we have uh who else who else delivers for the for the beat beg begs is like number one that's top tier but i'm trying to think who else nick do you know who else is on the beat i'm like trying to think off the top of my head um it's not working off he laughs who's yeah, the who, guy oh um oh my god here's the okc guy what's his name yeah. Oh, no, um, no, 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 no. It's the beat reporter. Okay. Oh my God. How can I not remember? He's literally on the athletic. Yeah. Oh man. Fred Katz. There you go. Fred Katz. Fred Katz is good too. Fred Katz is good. Although I don't think he has as much insight. He like does more statistical analysis. 
um, with the team. And, like, he'll provide, like, random stats about the team and stuff. And he'll have, like, nice background noise. But, like, as far as, like, insider info, like, Beggs gets it, like, on the dot. Like, he mm-hmm. understands really. He has, like, he's, like, really in tune with, like, the organization. Although I've heard <laughs> I've heard rumors that, like, uh, Berman is the guy that Thibs goes to if he wants to leak shit. Oh, really? That's yeah. I've heard rumors that, like, that's who – if Debs ever wants to leak any news, like, that, like, sways his direction, he, he'll use uh, Berman. Um, Interesting. I mean, yeah, you hear – I forgot who the other guys are, though. Like, I feel like there's a couple other guys that cover it. Uh, I remember when Isola used to cover it, man. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, Isola was a dick. Uh, I don't know. Logan, do you remember Isola? I, heard, I know the name. Frank Isola, I think he's yeah. still, he works at ESPN now, but Isola I'm used really to bad with sports names like that. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, like, these are names to know because, like, <laughs> they've been fucking banned by the New York Knicks. <laughs> yeah. Isola, oh, Isola still works for the, he works for the Athletic? Yeah. Oh, wow. Ooh. I thought he was on, oh, no, he's, still, he's on ESPN as well. Okay. Interesting. Very interesting. Hmm. I'm just looking at Jalen Duran highlights, man. He actually wouldn't be a terrible pick at 11 if we can get him. No. Uh, What's wrong with it? You want Shaden no, Sharp, but you don't want. No. No centers, man. Can What's we, wrong can with the center? center? Can we not? Like, I have to spend years waiting for this guy to be good. No, it's not years. It's like maybe a year or something. I'm not waiting. Like, center is the hardest position to probably learn coming out of college, man. Well, so it depends on what you're good at. Like, if you're a good defensive center, you're probably going to be fine in the NBA. Name me a center that, like, took, like, a year already, just one year to get good. Um, well, I don't know. Like, you talking about superstar center or, like, just a, a, a serviceable center? Because, like, Miles Turner, was, average center. Miles Turner average- was fine since his rookie year. Mitch wasn't terrible in the beginning. It's just he doesn't really work with us. Um, Bam showed flashes, just didn't get the minutes in the first, like in his second season because Whiteside was there. I know, I'm just saying that, like, you know, it, like, you like, look at okay, look at Towns then. Towns was the first pick, and then he was good since his, since his first season. That's like one of the few exceptions I'll give you. All right, what about DeAndre Ayton? So it took a while. No, it didn't. Yeah. He was fine his first year. He's been the same player since his first year, except his defense tightened up a bit. Yeah, now he's about to leave. So that's because <laughs> of his work ethic. That's a different story. <laughs> but they drafted him to be a number one overall pick. And he he has been he hasn't been a bust. He's been a little disappointing, but like he's not bad. He's pretty good. Not great. Yeah, he's not great. I'm drafting him to be the number one center. I want him to be a generational. He's not generational. Yeah, he's not. He shouldn't be he first of all, it should have been Luca, and it's not even a question, but um yeah. Bagley, I don't know. Was he that good in college? Like, how did he get the the, the second pick in the draft? Was he like Kings are gonna king? Yeah, Kings are gonna king. I think that's the big thing. Like, was Bagley supposed to be the second pick? I don't think so. I don't know. I the draft they the Kings fuck up the board. Yeah. Well, not uh, really. Uh any thought, lasting thoughts before we, we end it. Um not really. I think I'm good. Nick? Yeah, I'm good. All right, gentlemen. Um, so the next time we do it, hopefully we still have – hopefully is 
what last last thing predictions how far how long the series goes after seeing these past two games i hope seven seven uh, would be interesting i think i think boston could win it in six but i also think golden mm-hmm. state they both can win it in six i, I feel like it, it's a six game series this one okay Boston did steal a home court game. If they can win the next two, they can definitely win in six. I think it's I think it's Golden State in six. Mm, okay. As much as I don't want it to be, I think it's Golden State in six. Yeah, I don't want Golden State to win, but I have to admit they might they actually might win it this year. Yeah. Uh okay. Y'all have a good one. Stay safe. Uh and uh Nick, watch out for uh your car flipping over. <laughs> Thank you. Peace out. Peace out. Peace out. See you guys. Good solid defender. Nice passing. Prigioni up top. Hardaway Jr. puts it up.